0: Welcome back to the Sports-ish Podcast, a place for those of us who like sports-ish. We're making sports fun, cute, and digestible, unlike your boyfriend's sports news. My name is Lily, and I am joined by my husband, Ashton. He is back. Welcome back, Ash.
1: Thank you. Good to be back. Feels like it's been a minute.
0: It's been a minute, and we are in a new setup. We are in a new podcast setup that uh, we talked about two months ago on the podcast. My Valentine's present, Valentine's Day, <laughs> was that you were going to set up this like podcast area for me, and it happened.
1: Yeah, still in the works a little bit, yes. but you know we're now off of our kitchen table, so
0: that's. Honestly, it was our dining table that we have had this podcast. Kitchen, dining, I don't know what you call it
1: in New York City apartments, but yeah.
0: Yeah, we basically use it for everything. But we had the podcast equipment set up on our dining table. So like we were using like a quarter of it to eat dinner. And like when our guests came over, they'd be like, what is that? Well, it's our podcast recording equipment. We are there no longer. We are in our new setup uh, and we're excited to be here. The first thing I want to talk about, Ashton, is the fact that you're Canadian, Uh, because I just need to gloat for a second. Do you know why?
1: No, I do not. You don't? No. This
0: is so good. So um, Ashton's Canadian. We've mentioned this. He is also a hockey player, so that fits great with what I'm about to announce. So uh, the Women's World Hockey Championship was last night. I don't know if you know this. Do you know this? Nope. Well, I'm telling you this now. The Women's Hockey World Championship. And Team US of A, my girls, came out on top beating Team Canada. Wow. Six to three. They oh. have not beaten Canada since the twenty eighteen Olympics. It was a big night, and I just big night, huh? Sorry, not sorry. Proud Stay, to be stayed American. Up, stayed up late, watched that game <laughs> Go USA! Proud to be American. I uh, and I just love rubbing it in your face today. So, All right. sorry, not sorry. The thing sorry, is, gotta let
1: them win every once in a while.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is with hockey. Canada usually defeats the US quite handily, especially in the past few years.
1: You know what? The women's teams actually have been very competitive for a long time. Um,
0: but it's been more since so, more so than the
1: men's team. Yeah.
0: Oh yes, for sure. Um, so since 2018, they have not been being Canada and they did last night. Proud of them. Uh, let's do some more catching up. So baseball is back. That is what I basically based my whole episode, my selfie episode uh, last week on. Uh, we are kind of all over the place. I'm a Yankees fan. I talked about how you were a Blue Jays fan uh, by default because again, Canada, hashtag yes. Canada. Uh, but also you love Shohei. We've talked about Shohei.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Uh, Demois is like my favorite gossip account on Instagram. They post just like tips by random people. So who knows how accurate these things are, but there was a tip that Shohei Otani, he gets around.
1: Got that dog in him.
0: <laughs> He's got a dog in him. He gets around, he sleeps around. I mean, He's in Los Angeles.
1: You know what? He's single. He's young. He's good looking.
0: He's nice. That's what they said. He's nice. They ended with.
1: He got that dog in him.
0: And he's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. So uh, we're happy for Joe when we heard that piece of news. He's just getting around L.A. I
1: just think that's so funny. Like, I'm just trying to picture, you know, whatever escort service or if he's just full-blown
0: no, like, I think it's just meeting women having what fun. on
1: DMs. Yes, broken English, like just <laughs> translating that. Google well, that's Translate what I was really wondering. Quick. Is well, that's what I'm trying to think. Like I'm trying to picture that, and I'm just like, how does that work? I mean, I guess you know what they make it U- work. Universal language of love.
0: <laughs> that's how we connected, you know. Since you're Canadian,
1: universal language of love. You know what?
0: <sighs> it works. Worked for you, works for Shohei.
1: Works for Shohei.
0: So, like I said.
1: I'm curious to see, is it like, are these Japanese girls in LA? Because LA has got a relatively heavy population, I would assume. I don't know. Um, or are these like full-blown American girls trying to secure the bag as well? They're like, I, you know what? Oh, I'm Can't sure speak Shohei English? has Even girls better.
0: crawling all over him. He's, he's a hot item this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's going to be the highest paid sports player.
0: Athlete?
1: Yeah, I think he's the highest paid athlete this year, which is hysterical because his actual salary um, from the MLB isn't that, I mean, it's huge, but it's not like, it's not the biggest salary. It's not even the biggest salary on his team, but he has so many endorsements. I think this year he pulls in, I don't want to misquote myself, somewhere between 60 and $90 million just this year. Wow. Okay. So yeah, just looking back, just looked it up. So he's not the highest paid Athlete, he makes he'll make sixty five million dollars, thirty million dollar contract, thirty five million dollar endorsements. I think he's so he's not number one highest paid athlete, but I think he might be. He's I think just under top ten. I think he's eleven top paid athlete. I think he might be the number one paid in baseball. But let me check that really quick. Yeah, he's the highest paid baseball player. Nailed it.
0: <laughs> okay, speaking of baseball, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays had. The longest, tied for the longest win streak. They opened up their season with thirteen consecutive wins. Uh, that's tied for the longest streak. Guess who pulled them out of that? Blue Jays. The Canadians. Yes, they, they did. The they, Toronto Blue Jays. Call it
1: referring to them as the Canadians.
0: Yes, because they are the only team in Canada, and like, I don't know. They're yeah, they're Canadian.
1: I mean, the players. They're the Blue that's Jays. True.
0: The players. Oh there is like sports teams called the yeah, Canadians like yeah, I was saying. I was just saying literally they're from Canada. They're the only MLB team in Canada and they're your default team because of that. So Anthony Bass is a player for them. And he went viral today for a tweet.
1: Not for the Blue t- or yes, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, for the Dodgers? Okay, yeah. That's right, that's right.
0: He went viral for a tweet that said, "The flight attendant United just made my 22 week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? So this was like, this went viral. This was a hot topic today. Uh, I think for a few reasons, uh, there were people appalled at United and then there were people appalled at his wife for not, or for even like complaining that she had to pick up the popcorn. I see both sides. I've been 22 weeks pregnant. 22 weeks pregnant is not like super comfy, but also it's not like you can't walk or can't get on the ground unless there's a medical condition uh, on top of the pregnancy. But traveling with a five-year-old, two-year-old and being pregnant sounds exhausting. What I'd like to know is how the flight attendant demanded it. Did she like yell at the mom? If so, shame on her. Or, you know, did she just mention like, we need to get that cleaned up before landing. I think it was probably a bad move to tweet it. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm curious to know more.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of context missing out of this. I don't disagree. He probably shouldn't have tweeted it, but I understand when you're like, when, when the situation is bad on your end, you like tweeting, it can create this like moral outrage and like more can be done than just individually complaining to the airline. Right. Cause like at the end of the day, they're not going to do anything. If you're just like, Hey, this service sucked. Like they don't care. They're like, so actually right, United
0: t- did respond. Um, I thought this was interesting. Someone responded to his tweet, genuinely curious who should clean up the mess that the two year old made as a parent of three kids. I'm the one responsible for them. And he, anthony bass responded the cleaning crew they hire
1: yeah so actually fun fact i used to work for an airline like an intern for an airline they do have a cleaning crew that they pay which comes out of you know the money you pay for a ticket that they they go in and they vacuum between flights it's a really quick service but like they they are paying a cleanup crew and the flight attendants part of their job is to do some cleaning right maybe not pick up popcorn off the floor but Look, here's my hot take. You know what? I'm siding with the athletes here. I understand that sometimes when you come from a place of privilege, like you need to be a responsible parent. In certain situations, that's really inappropriate to complain about having to pick up after your children because like that's just a part of being a parent. It is. But I just feel like I've had some bad experiences with flight attendants and airlines. A lot of great ones as well, but some like not great where they're just like kind of on a power trip.
0: I think it's hit or miss. And I think... Also, they probably have so many people who are so incredibly rude to them that they like maybe have yeah, I don't know a defense mechanism for
1: sure, and it like but in this case, we don't know all this situation. I'm assuming that it was spilt based off off of the tweet that the the airline stewardess was like, "You need to pick that up yeah yeah right? and-, and and like to me, it's like. Yeah, but also, no, you know, that's not like we're we're paying however many dollars to fly on this flight. Like, yes, be respectful. Clean up your mess. But if she's pregnant, I saw the picture. It wasn't like that egregious, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't like that much popcorn. I don't know. I just, I'll side with the flight attendant here. The general public seems to not be impressed.
2: Xenophobia. What is that? it's like it's
1: um it's like dislike or prejudice against people from a different country the canadians
2: he's oh
1: (laughs) xenophobia xenophobic that's twitter being xenophobic
0: i have to i hate to tell you this but he is american
1: doesn't matter he plays for the canadians like you said
0: yeah well i guess he Um, does live in canada
1: no, like, but in all seriousness, I do think that people love to hate on rich people because they tend to be kind of spoiled. And like, to be fair, like that's probably the case. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it probably but at the is. end of the day, like, you know what? Um, I'm sidin', I'm siding I'm siding with the customer here. The yeah. the 22 year old the 22 Anthony Bass. pregnant wife yes. who was forced to clean up <laughs> popcorn like some popcorn off of the floor of the plane when they do pay people to clean.
0: I mean, we could just romanticize it and be like he was just being protective of his pregnant wife. But probably, yeah, United Airlines did tweet at him. Hi there, Anthony. We understand your concern and we'd like to look into this. Please DM your wife confirmation number. So, you know also, what, great response. Yeah. I mean, United doesn't have the best track record, but moving on from United Airlines and Anthony Bass, who I didn't even know his name before tonight. Um, okay, but you know whose name I will forever know. Dancey Swanson. Uh, so you know, we love Dansby, Chicago Cubs. We've talked about him so many times on the podcast. I don't know if you listened to my solo podcast. I did, uh, probably not <laughs> <laughs> because we were in Hawaii. But I talked about like my top five hottest MLB players, and Dansby was number one. Um, He's a good-looking guy. He- he is. I don't know if I put
1: him number one, but he, I could, that's fair.
0: No, he is. Um, I think actually maybe Shohei was number one. Dan's, he was number two. Um, so Grant. Grant. he is married to Mallory Pugh. They both play in Chicago. Uh, she plays for uh, the Chicago fire soccer team and he plays for the Cubs. Mallory also plays for the U S women's national team. And they were playing a friendly against Ireland last week, and she went down with a knee injury and is likely to be out for the rest of the season and also miss the Women's World Cup this next summer, this like coming up in three months. It's just really devastating. She was the leading scorer of the national team this year until that happened. She's so talented. Was it
1: she tore her? Was it her patellar tendon? Yes, yes. Someone else just did that. I thought.
0: I don't know. It doesn't sound fun. Whatever, whatever it entails. Oh,
1: it was the it was a pitcher from the New York Mets. Okay, also did that in. You know what? In not a friendly, but an international game during the World uh, Baseball Classic.
0: Okay, so like people are tearing these patellar tendons left and right. Yep, and. Ending their seasons. Uh, But Dansby took her to the hospital to get surgery the next, a few days later. And then he played in a game Mm -hmm. that next, or like that day. So he woke up at 4 a.m., took her to the hospital, and then he played in a game. And in the sixth inning, he pulled himself out. So he actually had like a great game until then. And then he pulled himself out. And he said that he was exhausted and that he was emotionally drained. He was physically drained. He hadn't slept enough. He hadn't eaten enough. And as a hopeless romantic myself, I just think it's so sweet that he like, and he, you could tell he was very affected by his wife's injury and she seems heartbroken. And I just love them. And I think they're very cute. They're my like, if we had sportsish prom, they would be the king and the queen. Um,
1: I just would like to point out MJ would never.
0: Are we talking about, is that Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson?
1: Michael Jordan.
0: Okay, because both have been referred to as MJ before, so I was just clarifying. But yeah, um, we are a
1: sports podcast, so do you
0: know that? (laughs) Do you you know (laughs) that Michael Jordan was not faithful to any woman?
1: Not surprised. Not a good partner.
0: (laughs) He's not at all someone I would want to marry. So I don't care if he would never. I I am Team Dansby. Team Dansby. Dansby over MJ. Both MJ's.
1: I think it's fine. There's like 160 games in the MLB season or something crazy like that.
0: I think it's romantic.
1: I don't know if I'd say romantic.
0: Well, you're not a hopeless romantic.
1: Look, when That's you got problem. surgery, I took you to the hospital you and didn't. I slept in those crappy chairs <laughs> through the night as well. You did. All right.
0: Yes, you did. I had a cyst that had to get removed several years ago and yes. you did. You came to the hospital and slept on a chair. Lucky for you, you can't sleep anywhere. Um, so we hope we send Mallory our best. And yes. Dan's be always Thoughts our and best. Prayers. Thoughts Let's and heal prayers. that
1: knee up, but not before you play K- team Canada.
0: Oh gosh. I'm just
1: kidding. We really want it to heal up quickly.
0: Um, speaking of soccer sports couples, Julie Ertz, she's married to Zach Ertz mm-hmm. who plays for the Arizona Cardinals in the yes. NFL. So Julie had a baby eight months ago and she kind of like took a step Back from soccer, mm-hmm. while she was getting pregnant, and then when she obviously had the baby, but she just came back. Um, she's now on the national team herself, and she just signed with Angel City FC. And a uh, really cool, just kind of like comeback story to see her have a baby and in less than a year come back and not only make the national team but sign with a team in the NWSL. She and Zach are another sports power couple. I like them.
1: Yeah, you know it's funny that you bring that up because kind of along the lines with Zach Ertz, he was involved with like a funny text exchange with John Rom. John Rom.
0: Yes, we could we could go to the Masters content. You want to go there?
1: Well, I was when you were talking about Zach Ertz, and I was like, oh, that's so funny because he had like a funny exchange with John Rom yeah. during the Masters. Who John Rom won won the Masters after a rough.
0: Is it first Rom? Tour i've always said ram i'm sure you're right
1: i feel like it's wrong okay. so the story goes Tell us. i'm just gonna read it for those who believe for those people who believe in jinxing other players people whatever it might maybe thursday morning when i was getting on the golf cart to get to this putting green 10 minutes before my tea time this is john Rom, by the way I saw a text from a good friend of mine, and I'm going to name him because he's a Super Bowl winning champion. Zachards. Ron said. He said the text. He sent the text, and I'm going to paraphrase here. But he said that first green looking like a walk in the park or something like that. Right now, ten minutes before I four putted to start the tournament. For just for those who don't know, four put while very common for myself is not common for pros and like bad. You should be like two putting. Um,
2: what in the world?
1: Anyways, so thank you, Zach. Don't ever do that again, please. Um, Who
0: knows, Zach Ertz and John. Yeah, and, and JJ
1: Watt. They were, it was like a group text.
0: That's so uh, cute.
1: And then after, the, <laughs> after the, the game, or yeah, after their match um, on the course, um, Watt replied, let's go, John. Pretend you're playing with Zach and I. You'll set the course record. Or I think this is probably beforehand. First hole green looks like a walk in the park. Yep, that's what was said by Ertz. And then after his four putt, um, J.J. Watt sent him a text, four putt to start the round, dot, 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 not ideal, to which Watt replied, horrendous. I said, pretend you're playing with us, not like us. You're playing like us.
0: Oh, very funny, because they're not good at golf. Which, mm-hmm. is anyone good at golf? That's my new question, because I swear, you come home every time. It's like, how did you play? I Not once have you ever said Good.
1: Well, I mean, like
0: it's like it's always look, like I'm, I I'm played horrible. Relatively,
1: no, I've never. Uh, or I trick. played all right. Yeah, it's like ah, uh, you know, all right. Had a lot of fun. Look, there are very few people Every who are time. good at golf. Okay, I'm relatively new at. I'm not good at golf, but I have a blast doing it. And the funny thing about golf is, you can have the worst round of your entire life, which is pretty frequent for me. But it's like you'll have one or two shots that are just so perfect it was like you were playing on the pga tour and you hit that and you're like i am Wait, god i am you, so good at golf and did it just, you just
0: say it was like you were playing on the pga yeah tour. yeah you
1: hit you, you personally hit, yes you hit like the perfect oh. shot and you're just like that was a professional <laughs> shot so like peter woods you. couldn't hit that shot no i'm dead serious as any garf- golfer and they'll tell you you hit one of those mm-hmm. a game no and thanks. you're just like or one of those around and you're just like oh my gosh, that was the most amazing feeling ever. And it's just like the hook that keeps you coming back. You're just chasing that feeling. I, I know everyone who
0: is listening right now is just shaking their head. Yeah. And, and everyone who's played golf is like,
1: me. yep, he's right.
0: Ew. Stop. Stop with the golf talk, please. Except we do need to get in. The Masters happened yeah. uh, while we were in Hawaii. And John Rom. Rom. <laughs> I've always said Ram. He's a Spaniard. Jean Rom one. Um, I thought it was interesting because there was a lot of question whether the L I V live, however you say it, golfers were going to be allowed in this, um, in the masters and they were, so it was kind of an interesting dynamic. Brooks Kepka, mm-hmm. who's a live golfer himself. Yeah. And kind of a jerk, kind of nice, but kind of a jerk. Like, that's
1: we a, don't know. We don't really know. He's got like a kind of like a moody a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, edgy personality. Moody,
0: edgy. Yes. Um. He's so drama. He, golfers are drama. That's what I'm realizing. Like Tiger's <laughs> drama. Brooks Koepka has had many rivals, like with Bryson DeChambeau. Um. I have a friend who's really into golf, and she was telling me just like how. Golfers have slept with other golfers' wives. Oh uh, yeah, and like
1: the Brooks Kepka. Brooks Dustin Koepka, Johnson, Dustin
0: Johnson, Brooks Kepka Alleg- Allegedly, well, uh, it,
1: there's like a rumor that Brooks Kepka slept with
0: Paulina Paulina Gretzky. Gretzky, who is now married to Dustin Johnson. Yeah, one of DJ. our,
1: one of my former. Um,
0: Power couples.
1: Power couple. Yeah. One of my former Mount Rushmore sport couples, sport celebrity couples.
0: Yeah. So anyways, there's just a lot more drama in golf than I ever realized, but the masters is so prestigious and cool. Like I think the yes. green jacket is cool. I yes. think the dinner that they get to pick mm-hmm. like, you know, this, their perfect meal,
1: honestly, arguably the best sports tournament outside of maybe March madness mm. in the year. It's so cool. I mean, and it's like, to me, it's like, It signifies like the coming of like good weather. It's like you're past the spring. You're into like the good weather mark, right? That early April. Yeah, it's it seems like such a cool term. That that's got to be like a bucket list attending thing. I mean, have you seen? We'll get there one day.
0: Sportsish will cover the Masters live. I hear one of the cool things is that the concessions are apparently like the same price that they were when the Masters opened. Let me
1: read it for you. Literally. It's like their Georgia peach ice cream sandwich, $2.50. Where can you get that for $2.50?
0: Not New York.
1: Pork barbecue sandwich, $3. Chicken biscuit sandwich, $2. Georgia pecan caramel popcorn, $1.50. Pimento cheese sandwich, $1.50. I what mean, is this
0: food, first of all? Like uh, so random.
1: Georgian food. <laughs> like peach
0: ice cream sandwich.
1: I mean, yeah, like bottled water, $2. I mean, come on, right? Okay, that's,
0: that's decent. Yeah, Trader Joe's does it where do
1: you go where what sports event can you go and get those kind of prices
0: absolutely nothing in this city i'll tell you that yankee stadium i remember buying a bottle of water they're like that would be seven dollars i'm sorry this is a bottle of 32 ounces of water can you please get a grip here yeah go yankees um all right moving on to the nba the playoffs started Mm -hmm. this past weekend. And a lot of the Kardashian boyfriends, or former flings, I should say, are in it to win it. The, However, Devin Booker with the Suns lost. The curse yeah, lives I'm calling, on. I'm
1: calling it now. The Lakers are going to take it.
0: Stop. You want to know oh, why? Oh, wait, sorry. I mean, no, it's
1: not, the, it's not the Lakers. It's the Clippers.
0: Yeah, the Clippers beat the Suns, but the Lakers also won, uh, which was surprising. And, you know, Tristan Thompson is on the Lakers now. Yep. And so we have... Also
1: former Canadian. Well, not He's former, former, Canadian.
0: Don't claim him. If I were you, I would not claim Kristen, Tristan Thompson. Are you
1: claiming the Kardashians? Yeah,
0: I'll claim them over Tristan Thompson any day. Right. We had someone, like, comment on Sportsish. Did you see this? No. That if we posted one more irrelevant story about the Kardashians that didn't have to do with sports, they were going to unfollow us.
1: All right. Well, we'll miss you.
0: <laughs> well, mostly I was just like, do you know what this is? Do you know where you are? Are you new here? Because are you new here? This this page was born because I was sitting there wondering who Khloe Kardashian had dated. It was James Harden who is also in the NBA playoffs right now. The 76ers are also in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's very early. Um, game ones have taken place. If I had to guess, um, obviously the Bucks finished with the Beck best record so but Giannis got hurt game one he exited Mm, with a back injury back contusion yeah but um, hopeful to come back for game two but also the Celtics I kind of would like to see them win because of the major drama (laughs) preseason Mm. with their head coach um, having an affair with the staffer and then being uh, suspended and I think it would be cool if they, like, could win without him and kind of, like, show him we don't need you, you scummy man. I don't know. I'd like to see the Celtics win. I also like Jason Tatum. He's a hot dad. Anyone but Tristan Thompson, TBH,
1: so... Yeah, I like the Celtics. Which is funny because I'm not historically a Boston fan.
0: Well, Boston Um, is not my place. I actually,
1: you know what, I take that back. I've always liked Boston teams outside of the Patriots. Um, But you know what? Here's my quick teams that I want to win this round. Okay, I want the Nuggets to beat the Timberwolves. I want the Clippers to beat the Suns. Mm, Golden State Kings. I'm okay with whoever wins that one. Well,
0: the Kings won their first playoff game in seven years fans. it's kind of fun for yeah
1: them. i think did they have did they have the longest playoff drought correct yeah so like excited for them and they're a solid team tough going against the warriors though um and then i want the lakers to beat memphis grizzlies we okay. will have to come back to memphis as well because there's some more more memphis drama um, bucks to beat the heat I like Cleveland, but I'm going Knicks over Cleveland, although I don't know, Um, 76ers over the Nets, and then Boston. Those are the teams I'm picking.
0: Okay, noted. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, You're welcome.
1: Just thought everyone needed to hear that.
0: Yeah, clearly. Russell Westbrook (laughs) is a hothead. Uh, He plays for the Clippers now from the Lakers. He, remember, he did go to the Jazz for a hot minute, but and uh, everyone knew that was not going to work. So he is now with the Clippers, and he had a really good first playoff game. Yeah. Um, Ka- Kawhi Leonard is also on the team who tends to carry teams on former his Canadian back. Legend. He is a former Canadian legend because he had led the Raptors to a uh, championship,
1: our first and probably only championship in
0: 2019. They won. So that. Is, I don't know, that's kind of intriguing. It would be funny to see the Clippers advance and the Lakers not because when Russ was with the Lakers, Lakers fans hated him because he was so bad and he just choked and kind of having success with the Lakers. It shows that you, I don't know, just maybe like a self fulfilling prof- prophecy that, um, like the labeling theory, when you're told that you're not good, when you're told you're not of any worth you're not going to actually play like you can yeah. uh and so i think clippers fans embraced russ when he went uh just about a month ago and he's know. playing well
1: but yeah he is playing he's playing pretty well
0: i think it's cool yeah um you know like he and i have a, a bit of a
1: <laughs> a bit of history a bit of a
0: history <laughs> i don't know if
1: you've heard this but i've seen his butt.
0: <laughs> that's true um did you see his abs though uh no so he wore this outfit to Game One, where it w- it looked like he was on
1: a resort. Oh yeah, he's like he has, he's like weird into fashion. But he, like, it's but not like, weird.
0: He is into fashion. Yeah, no,
1: it's not weird to be into fashion, but the fashion he's into is like, yeah, I mean, it's like abstract fashion, maybe.
0: Abs keyword abstract. He Pun wore this intended. He wore this like beach resort shorts, flowy shirt that was completely open. Abs were like popping.
1: Yeah, I actually enjoy the little um, NBA fashion runway pre I love it.
0: Oh, I love like, it. I,
1: lo- I really like LeBron's like all purple little thing, little get up. I not
0: really with LeBron. I would wear that. Um, Devin, Booker, Devin Booker showed up in Prada yeah, head to toe, looked fab.
1: Not at all surprising.
0: I don't know. I love NBA fashion. It's it's yeah. a huge part of the game and the yeah. culture. Yeah,
1: it's kind of it's kind of cool.
0: Whereas, like hockey players, not to slander your face. Well, well their
1: their their fashion is different. It's like you suit and tie.
0: Yeah, I know, but maybe they. But can I like that
1: up. too. I, I like that too. Classy. Yeah.
0: Uh, in relationship news, can we move on to relationship? Oh relationships? no no no!
1: Quick, Memphis. Did you see? Did you see the high school player who's committed to the Memphis college team? No. He got arrested for, um, I don't want to blow the, the charges on him, um, assault with a deadly weapon. Yikes. I don't know what it is about Memphis, but man, they are struggling with weapons. First, John Morant.
0: Yeah. Now this man.
1: Yeah. It's Mikey Williams. Mikey. Yeah. He's one of the top recruits going to Memphis. For the draft? uh no sorry for their college team
0: okay so he's coming out of high school yeah oh i hope he just shapes up and oh man i'm hoping he'll turn his life around um can we move on to relationship news
2: fine
0: enough nba please um okay josh allen we love Mm -hmm. josh allen Britney Williams was has been his girlfriend since 2017. She was there at the draft when he was drafted by the Bills. And they have seemingly broke, broken up. She has deleted all pictures of him and like Bills Nation off her Instagram and also unfollowed him. However, he still follows her. So it seems like they've broken up. The reasoning is, you know... Not known, but there are rumors that he cheated on her. Not shocking. He is a quarterback after all. Wait, and what? she is a former cheerleader turned influencer who I... That's like all the quarterbacks are with a former cheerleader former, turned former cheerleader influencer.
1: turned influencer.
0: Uh, so sad for them, but...
1: Well, what's the T? Did he? I thought you did. She did he cheat on her with was it a rumored
0: I, th- I thought I saw actress? a bartender, bartender? Uh, but
1: soon to be influencer.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's up in the air, there's been nothing confirmed, but they have broken up for sure. Um, Sean White, he's our guy. We love Sean White, Stoneboarder Sean White. Um, he teased that he might be proposing to Nina Dobrev, actress Nina Dobrev, this year.
1: No idea who that is.
0: Oh my gosh. What? We talked about them in the couple of I episodes. know who
1: he is, but who is she?
0: You don't know who Nina Dobrev is? No. Vampire Diaries?
1: Okay, I've never seen that, so I can't confirm or deny she's that she's like on that. She's very
0: famous. Alright,
1: I believe you. She's
0: freaking Canadian. <laughs> oh, that's
1: actually embarrassing. I'm pretty good about that kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: I'm embarrassed for you. Here she is. You recognize her.
1: I do recognize her.
0: Wow. Way to have Canada pride. right. embarrassing. You
1: know what? I'm a fan of her.
0: (laughs) So Sean White, he's 36, she's 34. They've been dating for almost three years. Okay. So that would be cute. I like them. Go Canada. Oh, Canada.
1: Go Canada, but yes. but Also, oh,
0: Canada. Um, Simone Biles. Is getting married within the next month. She hasn't released the actual date, but they've got their marriage license. She's marrying NFL player Jonathan Owens. Mm. Um, he plays for the Texans, so I don't think he's very good. Like, kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Haven't heard much about him, but yeah, you know, he just in the play. NFL,
1: probably irrelevant. <laughs>
0: okay, like he's good for an average Joe, but I don't know. Good Kevin. for
1: average show. He's probably good for a good. Yeah, but player.
0: Simone's the goat. Okay, so. Like in terms of that relationship, there is one goat, and it is his
2: fiance. Moving on to your favorite hockey.
0: You ready? What are you doing?
1: Singing that um, theme song for Hockey Night in Canada.
0: I don't know what that means or is, but I'm happy for you that that you watched that. Um. So well, hockey playoffs start this week and that's kind of what this episode is going to be about. We are, go- we have a special guest coming up. We have an interview with a special guest that I am doing tomorrow.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm very sad that I'm going to miss this.
0: You will be at work. So sorry. What, why are you so sad?
1: I think it'd be cool to talk to, you know.
0: Yeah. Next time I'll interview when you're home for more. I'll, yeah, thanks. I'll interview when you're home. Um, but we'll get to her later. She is so cool. Hockey playoffs start on Thursday. The Bruins. Mm. They're unreal.
1: Yeah. Speaking Boston of Boston teams, teams
0: man, what's yeah. going on.
1: Boston, Boston hockey. They've been very good and very consistent. Basically my entire life. Um, they, this team, though, uh, let me tell you, people on this, listening to this probably won't appreciate it, but this is the most put-together hockey team I've ever seen in my entire life. Just top to bottom, elite. 65 so regular
0: season wins. That's yeah. the most in NHL history. I was going to say,
1: like, they, they, they have to have the best record of all time. Of I think all they, time. They, they won they,
0: the President's Trophy. Yeah.
1: which, by the way, is sometimes a curse. Really? Um, Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, if you win that, like you typically don't win the Stanley cup, it's not like an, to be clear, the
0: president's trophy goes to the team in the NHL with the best record.
1: Yes. I mean, but they're, they're so good. They're so solid. They got such solid depth, like just top to bottom elite team. Um, They'll be a very tough team to beat. I saw that they were, they were playing earlier today and they were absolutely dominating. I don't know if that's changed since we started this podcast, but.
0: No, I just looked on Twitter and I think they're still winning. Um, so the Bruins will likely win it all. I think that's.
1: I don't know about that, but they've got to be a favorite.
0: That's, that's likely. Uh, but I'm cheering for the Rangers because Fair. go New York, NYR. Um, also, Jacob Truba yes. is their captain. He's a sweetheart. Like he's one of those hockey players that makes your heart flutter as in like he's like, I
1: get that all the time. I know what you're you
0: saying. are. You are one of those. Oh Ashton's no, I was talking
1: about my heart flutters about certain players.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also you personally, when you did play hockey made ladies heart oh, yeah. flutter, but Jacob it's Truba
1: is the flow.
0: It's he has flow. So that's flow, step baby. one, hockey flow, but also he's like really sensitive and sweet. So when he was named captain last year, he gave this speech and kind of he was asked about his wife and just like what she means to him. And his wife um, works in the medical field. And so she does a lot his of night shifts. His wife works? Oh, gosh, Ashton. Don't do that.
1: No, I'm just saying like she doesn't need to. That's
0: not, that's not the point.
1: Um, no, I'm not, I'm not. This is not in a bad way. I'm just saying good for her. Yeah, like,
0: she's she works in the medical field. Uh, she's either a nurse or a doctor. I'm not entirely sure, but anyways, when he was talking about her, he totally teared up and got really, really emotional and it was really cute. And then last week he presented a law school scholarship to, um, a young guy, Isaiah is his name, who was a survivor of the Sandy Hook shooting, Mm -hmm. but also who lost his sister in the Sandy Hook shooting. And um, just really powerful moment. We have it up on Sports-ish on Instagram, but Jacob Truba is just so like gentle and sweet with him. And he's the one who surprises him with the scholarship yeah. and because he's Isaiah's favorite player. And there's just, it's just so sweet the way he does it. I just
1: love that. A true Sportsish moment.
0: Really is. And I'm cheering for the Rangers. Igor, 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 Shisturkin. Igor Shisturkin. yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, that accent was. Um, he won the Vezina Trophy last year, as in he was the best goalie in the league. And apparently he has not been as clutch this year, but He's been is
1: good.
0: picking back up. So I, I would love to see the Stanley Cup come to New York City. Yeah,
1: I, I would love that, too. I, I think they're I think they're a dark horse. Had a little bit of a slow start, but they've made some good additions. Um, picking up um, both Vladimir Tarasenko, Patrick Kane, and Patrick Kane, which are two very clutch players. They haven't been like as explosive right off the bat, but I think they're kind of getting to the peak at the right time. Definitely a dark horse that could make a great playoff run, and I would love to see the Stanley Cup comp- come back to New York. We- especially since my Flames. Were extinguished in just terrible fashion.
0: Just, um, just a side note: Patrick Kane's not my favorite. Uh, he's kind of got a bad track record. He has. He was charged with second degree robbery, fourth degree criminal mischief. Wait,
1: second degree robbery? Oh, yeah. Was that the cab act incident?
0: Um, when he beat up a Didn't no, beat up a no, cab. that was in two thousand nine. Um, he did punch a cab driver. Allegedly. I think he was charged for it. Was he? Yes. Um, he's also been the subject of a sexual assault investigation. So I think it's important that we like say go Rangers and that they acquired Patrick Kane, who's a very good player, but also it's important to say he's not our favorite character. Well,
1: he might not be yours. I will say this innocent Mm -hmm. until proven guilty.
0: Okay. Um, moving on. I have an idea. Hockey is such an interesting world i feel like there's a lot of like slang and terminology
1: oh yeah
0: and so i thought we could interview you about all of the hockey terminology and what it all means because all
1: righty, let's get right to it
0: (laughs) you're ready okay i will say the term you define all right you ready an apple
1: an apple is an assist correct I mean this isn't a test, I'm just answering. You right? just know. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh the barn.
1: The barn is referred to as it's the rink. Correct. Um fun fact, I've played in legitimate barns. That's one of the reason why they call it that.
0: Hashtag Canada. Yeah. Wow. That country really has been coming up. Yeah,
1: it's probably the one of the only times I've gotten frostbite in my life.
0: Wow. A bender. <laughs>
1: A bender is like the player who sucks at skating. It's like their ankles are bending out and the fish skates aren't like tight enough.
0: Have you ever like been seen benders?
1: Oh yeah, all the time.
0: Okay. A beauty.
1: A beauty. Just a certified beautician. <laughs> what? A beauty is just like an awesome guy. Like it's just like a good hockey, not as a good hockey player, but like a beauty. It's like, oh, that guy's a total beauty. Like he's just a, stud, a cool dude. Mm. Okay. We, love, we love beauties.
0: Uh, the uh, the biscuit.
1: The biscuit is the puck.
0: Sure. A celly.
1: A celly, That's like the celebration after you know you score.
0: Did you have like a selly?
1: Yeah. Yeah. College? I mean, like just like a quick go-to fist pump. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you get on the one knee, you do like the bow and arrow.
0: Oh dear. Okay. Uh, the shell.
1: The NHL.
0: Um. The cheese. What. The cheese, cheese, top shelf of the Oh, net. like
1: top cheddar. Yeah, like top <laughs> cheese, top cheese. Chicklets. Yeah, okay. well, First, let me explain top cheese. Top cheese okay. is like top corner of the net, right? It's like that top shelf where mama hides the, hides the cookies, where mama keeps the peanut butter, mm-hmm. top cheddar, <laughs> top cheese. Why
0: is mom hiding the peanut Snipping butter? top cheese. That's the real question. Okay. Um, a chirp?
1: A chirp is like when you make fun of someone in hockey, it's like trash talk.
0: A duster. A,
1: d- a duster is someone who sits on the bench and <laughs> dust is basically only good for keeping the dust off the bench.
0: A face wash.
1: Face wash is when you like, like you take your glove and you just shove it in someone's face and you give them a nice face wash of your sweaty, stinky hand. Do
0: hockey players do that?
1: Yeah, I've done that before.
0: That's rude. Um, a fishbowl.
1: <laughs> Fishbowls are awesome. So, when you play amateur hockey, you like in co- college and growing up, you have to wear a cage where like when you see professional hockey players, they have like a visor. So a fishbowl is like a clear plastic cage where it has like a visor built in, mm. um, but your, your whole face is still covered, but it kind of looks like a fishbowl. You know, your face is the fish.
0: Um, a five
1: hole. Five hole is like in between the legs. When you shoot five hole, you're shooting between the legs on the goalie.
0: I um uh well flow
1: flow a little bit of it's the, it's the hockey hair the long luscious hockey hair
0: I do love a good hockey flow a
1: little bit of hockey flow
0: talk to me about a gong show
1: a gong show is like just like a game that's getting out of control where like fights are breaking out it's getting a little really chippy and dirty
0: um a goon
1: a goon is usually the player creating the game, turning the game into a gong show. It's, it's the enforcer, the, the player that goes out there and really can only hurt people, hit people, fight.
0: A Gordy Howe hat trick. Gordie
1: Howe hat trick, my personal favorite. Um, my brother's probably laughing because he's like, you've maybe had one of those in your entire life, if any. It's when you get a goal, an assist, and a fight.
0: In one game.
1: Yes, in one game.
0: Okay. Um, Cronwald.
1: Cron- Cronwald. Named after a former Red Wing defenseman. I forget Nicholas. his first name. Nicholas Cronwald. It's when a defenseman makes a massive hit and, like, knocks knocks someone out.
0: Okay. Lettuce.
1: Lettuce. Also known as flow.
0: Okay. Lip lettuce.
1: Lip lettuce. My personal favorite is the mustache.
0: Gross. Um,
1: a little bit of lip lettuce.
0: Actually, it kind of works for hockey players. Mustaches work when you're a hockey player.
1: Yeah, lip lettuce. And lip only work. when All you're a hockey player.
0: Um, okay, light the lamp.
1: Light the lamp is when you score. Also, it is because of their, it's named that because behind the net on the glass, there's a light that will go off okay. when you score. So it's like you light the lamp, right? Like you score and you turn that light on, basically. The pipe. What?
0: Pipe. Goalpost is what it says.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. OK, um,
0: sauce
1: sauce is like when you pass the puck, but you do it with like finesse, right? Like you you pass and you get in the air, but you throw in perfect sauce. So like the puck is is not spiraling, but it's like it's it's just like completely flat, right? Like it's in the air completely flat, looks really smooth. It's like if you were skipping rocks on water, you know, when you get that perfect throw.
0: Mm, I personally never have done that, but yes,
1: embarrassing. That's what that's what sauce is.
0: i um, stripes.
1: Stripes is the ref. Okay. Also known as a zebra.
0: The sin bin?
1: The sin bin is the penalty box. It's where you go when you've been a little naughty. (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: A suicide pass?
1: A suicide pass is when a defenseman or forward throws a dangerous pass right up the middle behind a player. So the player is catching it and he has to look behind his shoulder, like look over his shoulder behind him to catch the pass. And what happens is when you do that, the defenseman or anyone in front of them will step up and just kill them.
0: Okay. Uh, tic-tac-toe.
1: Tic-tac-toe is just a series of passes that lead to a goal. Like tic-tac-toe. It's like quick passes. Got it. Into the net.
0: Um, a turtle?
1: A turtle is someone who gets in a fight and turtles. It's like they pull their head into their into their jersey and they basically like hands and knees, fetal position on the ice to avoid getting their head punched in.
0: Okay. Um, top cookies.
1: Top cookies, same thing as top cheddar. It's like top corner, top of the net when you shoot and score there.
0: Okay, last one, a twig.
1: Twig is your stick. I feel like you've missed a lot of hysterical hockey sling.
0: I mean, I I did a lot of these. The bottle rocket. What? What's a what's a bottle rocket?
1: A bottle rocket? Yeah. I wanna say that's like a total hottie.
0: Nope. <laughs> No, it's when um, a goal breaks the goalie's water bottle. Oh yeah!
1: Oh duh. Okay, I've been out of the game for a while. I'm thinking of m- getting mixing mixing up Ooh, rockets. A hoser. A hoser is a Canadian. <laughs> no crappy Canadian hockey player.
0: Another term for loser.
1: Yeah, yeah. A hoser. It's like a crappy Canadian hockey player because only Canada uses the term hoser.
0: Oh, okay. ODR. Outdoor rink. Um, a playoff beard. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's a real thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's, yeah, it's a it's beard you grow in the playoffs. So it's like kind of hockey lore. When you get to the playoffs, you don't shave. So it's just like hockey players are super superstitious.
0: Okay. Do um, um, you have any more you want to add?
2: Let me, let me try and think. Um, honestly...
1: There's just a lot of funny like hockey chirps, um, but you know what? If you really want to get a full taste oh, of it, puck bunny, a, a puck bunny is like it's a girl who loves hockey players and is kind of passed around the team. Yikes! Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you really just want to get a full taste of hockey culture and hockey slang, because it's a full like it's a whole nother language, just go on to Hulu and watch Letterkenny, oh my goodness, it's like watching, it's like re, I can't even describe it, it's so funny, and it's so accurate, in terms of how the hockey players, like, live in and speak, it's hysterical, great show, and that's Letterkenny.
0: All right, so to commemorate the NHL playoffs, to to celebrate the NHL playoffs, we have Aaron Forsberg also known as Aaron Alves her maiden name and we are going to interview her tomorrow morning but her interview is going to play right after this Aaron and I went to college together we went to BYU together we studied broadcasting together uh she is one of those girls that when you walk in the room and you're another girl uh, another single girl you're like shoot she is truly one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in in person she's really really gorgeous but then you get to know her and she's really really kind and um she's then really really talented. It's one of those people that's just like, "Wait, wait, where is your flaw?" Uh and I think there are none with Erin. Um she is a country music singer in Nashville and married A very talented NHL player who plays for the National. A
1: certified beautician. A a man rocket, if you will.
0: Okay. Ashton is a fan, apparently. Um, His name is Philip Forsberg. And they got married last year in 2022 in the most gorgeous wedding. My word, it was at Aaron's parents' castle in France. It is. The photos are gorgeous. We've featured it now twice on Sportsish because I loved it that much. And um, so they are married and this was her first year as an official hockey wife, but she has dated Philip for a few years. And we're going to get to know her and her experience as, you know, the wife of a hockey player, but also her experience outside of being an athlete wife, uh, because she's so cool. And I'm so excited to talk to her. And you're going to hear that when we come back. The Sportsish Podcast is brought to you by Albion Fit. So Ashton and I just returned from a vacation in Hawaii, and I only brought my Albion Fit suits to Hawaii because they are that good. They are so comfortable. They are supportive. They are functional. They are completely in style. I brought my green gingham suit, and it is, like, very on- trending brand right now. I love, love my Albion stuff. I love my swim. I love my at leisure and they're sponsoring Sportsish this month with the code April Lily 15. You can get 15% off anything on their website for the whole month of April. So run and get yours. All right. So I am joined with Erin Forsberg. I'm so excited. Erin um, Alvey, as I know you, I kind of in your intro talked about how you were just the coolest, smartest, prettiest girl in the room in college. And I always looked at you and was like, she is just, where are the flaws? Where are the flaws? You're just like, just a kind person, but also so beautiful. And I'm um, really talented. So I want to get to know you. I want our followers to get to know you. Tell us about like your background, where you grew up. Um, Did you play sports? Tell us about all of that.
3: Well, first, I want to say the same of you. That's what I was telling you earlier. I don't want everyone to know the same thing. Um, I remember I used to walk in and I used to see Lily and I was like admiring her. And Mm -hmm. then she graduated a semester early. So I didn't get to like, I don't know, get in close with her until after college. I feel like I was watching you like your whole life. And I was like, she's just so cool. And same, so beautiful and so sweet. So I'm so excited to get to be here with you today. Thank you. Um, Sports. Okay. So for me, I did grow up playing like every sport. I feel like that I could. My yeah. family is not a big sports family, believe it or not. Okay. I have like the scholar dad that's very into like medieval things and reading and books and like, he's very magical, but like, he just didn't, what sports was not his thing. Okay. So he, always cool. say, he always used to say I was adopted because I like, I love sports from like a really young age. I'd ask him yeah. to like like throw a ball with me or like just do anything. And he'd be like, oh, you're such a jock. Like, I don't <laughs> even know what to do with you because I just always wanted to play sports. So I played um, soccer and tennis. And nice. then I ran across country were like my sports. I was never good at basketball. Other well, than that, I like play.
2: Yeah. I also am terrible at basketball.
3: I don't know what it is. I tried. But my dad made me quick because he didn't like the sound of the buzzer. <laughs> he <was laughs> like, he's like, I can't come support you because this buzzer is so annoying that Fair. I can't even sit in here and watch you play this sport. And I was like, All right. He's yeah. like, I'll take the gun at the cross country. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then I won't see you for 10 minutes, 12 minutes, and then you come back. So I'm like right. oh. my work. mom always loved she's like me. She like likes sports growing up, but okay. she was like a cheerleader. She was like very like, yeah. She was very into sports too. But yeah, so that's where the sports background is. Not much for my family, but...
2: Okay, where are you from?
3: Okay, from South Georgia. Born and okay. raised. East. Um, okay. My dad is a dual citizen. So he is an Irish citizen, New Jersey. And my mom's from Utah. They met in Mexico and Guadalajara when my dad was in medical school. And before I was born, they, my dad was recruited to the Southeast, so... Okay,
0: cool. So yeah. who were your teams then? Did you have any sports teams you liked growing up?
3: All Georgia. So okay. I was like huge Georgia Bulldogs fan and then I loved. as I got older I really got into the Atlanta Braves love and it yeah so Philip surprised me when they went to the World Series we went to game five oh. they unfortunately lost but it was like oh. it was Sunday morning we woke up and Phillip's like get in the car we're going to Atlanta and I was like no way that's so amazing. they did lose but they ended up winning the World Series the next game game six so oh. during the stint at least so it was like really magical, really you know? cool yeah. I'm a, I'm a
0: Danby Swanson fan myself. So okay, like,
3: yeah, he was on the yeah, Braves. Live in my building. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I don't think they had the same wedding planner. So she's like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Went, I've never seen him here, but he's a big star here in Tennessee. People love him.
0: Yeah. People love him. He's now in Chicago with Mallory's wife and they're just like the cutest couple, just yeah. like you and Philip. So what brought you then to Nashville? You graduated from BYU in what? 2017. 16. 16. Okay. April twenty sixth. Yeah. That was December. And yeah, then, okay. okay. Tell me about your experience moving to Nashville.
3: So i I was working out of Nashville during college. Okay. So when I would come down here when I was 19, I started coming. Um I was I have a cousin who was in a band called O Town. It was MTV's making the band like years ago. And they like they sang like all or nothing and like liquid dreams. And they're still touring. They played a show here this weekend in Nashville. So it was like Crazy Mm -hmm. to see that, but he he knew I was into music, and I think I was I was really trying to get out of college. I was like telling my mom and dad, I was like, I just don't know if I really want to be in college. And they're like, That's great, honey. You're going to stay in college, and and Uh I'm really glad they did. You know, getting my degree is something I'm very proud of, even if I never used it. I'm sure I use it in ways I don't see. You know, like loved my college experience. It's just I wasn't like I don't know. And and I was, like, fine with school. Like, I did well in school, but I didn't love school. You know, some people, like, you can't keep them out of school. They're, like, in grad school. And then they go to, like, this and this. And I was not that girl. Right, right. So I think to, like, curb my my lack of enthusiasm, I guess, for school. Yeah. Like, we'll just distract her. So they said that, like, pick a hobby, basically. Okay. It's like, I'll do better. I want to start a full career in music. And my cousin, Jacob. He said, I'll take her to Nashville. And he he told me, write um, four four or five songs. I think he said, write four or five songs and then I'll take you to Nashville. And I was like, awesome. And in in a week, five songs, they were not great songs. They look about, or they sound about like I wrote them in a week, but I wrote five songs in a week. And he was like, I mean, probably not cream of the crop, but you did write them, so we'll take you. So we went to Nashville, he brought me here. I recorded for the first time, got the taste of it, and then was going back and forth all through college. I was just getting, you know, writing more, getting further along in my career. Yeah. When I graduated, I actually worked for um, a company called Campus Sports Network, and they were in Atlanta. So yeah. I was able to kind of go back and forth between here and Nashville often. Okay, cool. And then music just started taking over, and then yeah. I stopped doing Campus Sports, and then I... Uh, yeah, just longer and longer stints in Nashville. And I started subleasing here. And then so that's my road to Nashville, but it was slow, but now I'm here.
0: Yeah. Well, you're not just there. You have a booming music career. Tell us just a little bit about what you're doing. If you have anything exciting upcoming, you mentioned being in the studio last week. What's going Uh, on?
3: Yeah. It's like, it's, I feel like the past, like during COVID, I went from being like, pretty much hardcore country singer, which I'm not a hardcore country girl. Like I was raised in South Georgia and like, I did go sit in deer stands with people. Like I've actually never shot a deer. So it's like, I was in the life, but I wasn't like in the life, if that makes sense. right? Right. Okay. I still like my parents weren't super Southern. So I don't know. I just felt like it was a little bit, I got put in a box that I just naturally wasn't for me. For sure. Started like Trying to discover my sound during COVID again, because nobody was touring, doing anything. I stopped a lot of what I was doing because Philip was actually playing. Um he was they they had like very strict COVID protocols, right. Which likely everyone should, but, you know, some areas weren't as strict. Yeah. But because it was, you know, out of Canada primarily and they were going there a lot too. We That's followed it. the same rules that a lot of they did for the most part. Right. So I had to stop, not had to. That sounds like I, I don't know. I I stopped doing a lot of things for a while because I, I didn't want to put anybody in jeopardy, you know, like the team. And I didn't want him to test positive and be out of, you know, for a while. So yeah. step back, took it time to do zoom and I wrote a ton and I just kept writing. And my producer last week, uh, said that my new sound is the alternative. So it's, it's not quite country music, but every now and then like I'll pronounce a word that sounds country, but it's okay. more like alternative pop kind of, you know so what? It's a good route to take the country to yeah. the
2: fish.
0: I mean, someone who did it and she's touring in stadiums right now, selling out.
3: Okay. Well, yeah, that's a different. People always say they go, Oh, like Taylor Swift. I'm like, eh. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor Swift, but like take it down a thousand notches. That's where right. I'm working on. But.
0: Well, I think it's so impressive. It's so cool. And, you know, I, uh, I just have watched you for so long, kind of like from the moment you released your first single to now you're, I'm just so proud of you. So, so cool. Um, Someone who I'm sure is also proud of you is your new husband. You guys got married last year, 2022, right? Mm-hmm. I want to hear your love story. So how did you meet obviously in Nashville because he place for the predators but um how did you meet and kind of like what was your love story after that
3: okay time for the love story so philip it's one of those things that like in hindsight we started talking more about everything and he claims that he'd like seen me on instagram for a while but i because like i said i was out of nashville back and forth um but i modeled with one of his teammates wives and she i think that was like his initial like in where he was like okay like she's getting closer and closer to like my circle. So he sent a DM and on a Wednesday. And then on Friday, he took me to Dave and Buster's. So we met Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And it was like, it's very like knowing Philip and I, it's like very on point, I guess, or something, because we both are very competitive and we both yeah. like to do things like that. So I okay. went to Dave and Buster's and I wouldn't say the rest is history. You know, we were, I was touring and He, obviously, he works so much and they travel more than I even did. So between the two of us traveling so much, it kind of was a slow burn. But I think that was the best thing that could have happened for us. And then now the rest is history. We're here almost like five years later. So I know it's crazy.
0: And tell us about kind of like
3: the proposal wedding, because that was all within the past year. Yeah. Yeah, that was all pretty quick. So he proposed um, about two years ago coming up. Yeah, almost okay. exactly two years ago it was right when they had, um, they lost out in the first round of playoffs two years ago. Okay. And for some reason, well, I know why it was my nephew, one of my nephew's first birthdays, okay, maybe second birthday. Nope. No, it was his first birthday. Okay. And so a lot of my family for the first time, like ever, my sister, she has five kids and her husband in Vegas. They were in, in Georgia. Um, my older sister, I'm one of five kids. And my older brother and my younger brother and my parents were all in Georgia at my parents' house. And it was like the first time ever. And so he and I also went down there and I had no clue it was coming. Like, that's amazing. Not a clue. He didn't even tell my best friend because like, I remember I did tell her we went to lunch the night before we left to go to yeah. Georgia. And I was like, she asked, she's like, do you think maybe he might propose? And I was like, I was like, I feel weird saying that because I feel like if I, if he doesn't, I'm going to come home and be like, Oh, that was awkward. Pretend I didn't say anything. But I was, I did say like, maybe, but I had no, it's not like I thought like, I think he's going to or anything. He did tell me to get my nails done. So I was like, that was a surefire sign. But other than that, did not see it coming. Um, We went to dinner in my hometown, came home and he proposed on my parents, like my childhood homes, front steps. So that was really sweet. And it was raining and it, it rains my favorite weather. So I was like, just, it was great. That's like the the recipe for a song. Like you got to write a song about it. I know, but I really am bad at writing happy songs. Come to find out. So, like, the past couple of years have been a grind because I'm like, I'm so happy, I'm happier than I've ever been. But my career, I'm like, I gotta. It's hard to like write sad songs. So you have to I, like yeah. go back to the like the past, or like even just put yourself in somebody else's shoes is what right. I do a lot with other people. So yeah, totally.
0: Oh, that is that's so special, though. Okay. And then your wedding. Tell me
3: about the beautiful French wedding. French wedding. So um, we got married at my parents' property in France and it's some place like I'd grown up. um, So it felt like home to me. But it was also more importantly that it was close to Sweden. So I think neither he nor I wanted to, you know, count out anybody in that way. So it's like we'd gotten married in Nashville. It might have been really hard for like a lot of people to come from Sweden here, you know, but maybe easier for a lot of my family in Georgia. But, you know, if we got married in Sweden, same thing with my family. So France was kind of a perfect one flight from Sweden could be one flight from U.S., you know, so it was a perfect meeting spot. It was home to me, close to his family. And yeah, we just started planning. It took a year to plan and every bit of that year to plan. But it was great in the long run.
0: Amazing. And it was at your family's castle. Mm. Tell me more.
3: Yes. That like, that was something that I wasn't very open about growing up because I didn't ever want to be misconstrued. Um, but yeah, it was my, yeah. Family property, um, grew up going there. So like I said, it was kind of home and I actually brought him there a couple of years prior. That's where he met my mom, surprisingly. And he, and a lot of my family spent, you know, a couple of weeks there and we still go every summer and it's so close to Sweden now. So, you know, it'll hopefully be where. Our daughter, if we ever have one, luckily in the future, she'll get married. You know, we're hoping that it'll be generational marriages there. I was actually the first wedding that we know of there. So cool. So, Sorry. you are now a
0: hockey bike. Um, tell us yeah. about kind of like the hockey world and how, how you've acclimated to it um, and everything like that.
3: <laughs> so, I was not um like I didn't have any hockey growing up in my life I had baseball football like all the all of those sports in the south that are primarily popular but I didn't grow up with any hockey and I actually remember when you were going to a lot of the hockey games and I I asked you because they put me on hockey for I guess I didn't intro that but Lily and I both were in the sports broadcasting program at BYU and I remember I always ask them, don't put me on hockey. Don't put me on soccer. And not because I didn't enjoy either, but because I didn't know anything about the sports. And I was like, I just feel kind of like it's out of my realm. But I remember asking you, I, you were like going to hockey games. And I asked like, what do I say to cover a hockey game? I had no clue. And you kind of gave me the rundown and I'm still to this day. So appreciative. How crazy irony that now now, BYU hockey. together. Yeah. And you have a hockey background, don't you?
0: I just, um, my dad worked in hockey and then I'm from the East Coast, so it's huge back here. You yeah. yeah. And then your husband plays. My husband plays. So we met at a BYU hockey game when I was there covering for Coug 2. And that's... it's so funny. And then, yeah, I watched him play for
3: the next four years of college. It was so fun watching you do that too. I remember being like, oh my gosh. So you were actually my first hockey wife. Did you know oh, that? that <laughs> you my first I was like, "Damn, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she, yeah, so I... Never had hockey, um and I had never gone to a Preds game before. My husband, and my now husband, asked me to come to one. Okay. And, yeah, actually, the first game that I ever went to, he got like a stick to the lip, Ooh, and I mean, like huge, like it blew up. It was so yeah. like, oh, it was. Swollen. You're like,
0: what is this sport?
3: Yeah, and I remember like after like we went to dinner, and he like tried to give me a kiss, and I was like, Ugh, I don't know about all that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he was like, Well, we won the game, so you can come back, but I don't know how I feel about my injury. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. But I'd seen hockey before, but not a predators game. So like I had okay. sang at Tampa Bay Lightning and one of my friends was with a guy up in Northeast. So okay. I'd been around hockey, but not the way that I am now. Right. And yeah, it's it's so fun. Like I it's so funny looking back, like I can't believe I didn't know much about hockey because now it's like such a big part of my life, and I can't yeah. imagine, I guess, a different one because it's so. Like I said, it's so fun. Now it's definitely has its hard parts, but for the most part, I can barely watch another sport because it's not as quick. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's such also a
0: live part. sport. You know, I think that's what people people discount uh, it because on TV it's hard to watch. The puck is small, and like the skating's fast. But then when you go to a live game, it's just the best ever. Okay. So tell us about being married to a professional athlete. So you called me a hockey wife, that's nice. ACHA too. Uh, so I I don't know what that part is like. Tell me about, you know, that is hard. They are traveling, they are gone a lot. What is that like for you?
3: I will say, out of everybody, I feel like I'm the last one that has any right to complain because I lived in the city prior. So I have so much respect and admiration for these girls that have traveled to be here with their guys in in cities and countries, they can't work. I think that's like a big like it gets misconstrued or it's like a big misconception that like a lot of the hockey girls like don't work or this or that. And it's like that's not the case. Like a lot of these girls cannot physically work. If they make a penny, they could really put their spouse in a lot of trouble, you know, like taxes and whatnot. I I don't know the logistics of it all, but I do know it's very it's a no-no, like it's very hard to get a work visa and such. But for me, like I lived here in Nashville before it was my life. I had a full friend group. I had, you know, work. So I was kept busy, which had its ups and downs when it came to like how that melded being a hockey wife. Like, you know, some days I missed some things because I had work or, you know, I wanted to. And then now it's kind of been just finding that balance. You know, like there's plenty of times I'm kind of rolling in. The first game last season, I was modeling up in New New York. Not New York, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, very far from New York. I'm going to say um, you, you need to come see me next time. Yeah, I'm going to come see you. And I don't think I'm ever going to be not modeling in New York, but I was modeling in Gatlinburg and I drove mm. straight from the shoot. We saw, we shot for like eight hours and I drove straight from the shoot. It was like three and a half hour drive, got here for the last period of the first game of the season. And I was just sitting there like just oh, like so tired, but there's things like that. You know, I might miss, you know, season opener and. And that's okay because I'm so lucky that I got to, I get to do, you know, I get to work. Um but yeah, so I think just mixing the two, it's been so fun. I think this life is incredible, you know, obviously it's hard having them gone a lot. Um but like I said, I I can't discredit how much fun it is by saying how hard it is, I guess.
0: Totally. I think there's such a balance. I'm sure you can appreciate the good while also acknowledging that there are hard parts. Um There's been a lot of like NFL wives on TikTok explaining their situations and traveling, like you said, and it does. It sounds really hard, Um, but I'm so happy that you're able to see the fun in it and also like pursue your own passions. I think that's really cool that you're able to do both because that that is a lot of time. Um, So NHL playoffs start this week. And a lot of our followers, like we talked about, don't know a lot about hockey. Um, I love hockey, but it's its own world. Like there's its own language, you know, like these guys are, they're so funny. Um, So what's like, tell us the best part about watching a hockey game, your favorite part. Like if you have a favorite hockey lingo, anything to do with hockey that you feel like hockey for dummies, you could share.
3: Well, I'm still a hockey dummy. I don't know a lot yet. I'm still like working my way up there. Um, I do want to circle back really quick and say that like, we're talking about how hard it is. There are things, I think I always try to err on the side of keeping it positive because I don't think people want to hear too much about like, oh, it's hard because it's, it's, you know, at the end of the day, there's so many good aspects of it that a lot of people don't really understand. Like, it's almost like it gets discredited, but I don't want to take that away from other people too. Yeah. Like it's hard, you know. Yeah. I'm not a, a mother yet, so it's like I'm not raising a lot of kids by myself and maybe watching my child's first steps while my husband's in, you know, far away. So I don't want to take any of that away. Oh, it no. is hard, it's still, you know, like I grew up with a, a dad as a doctor and he was gone a lot on holidays. So it's like everybody has their own struggles. So I just don't yeah. want to color this. Is not a perfect world by any means, yeah. but it's the same struggle as anybody else, just different, totally, absolutely um hockey lingo hockey. my favorite thing I ever learned is people say like a lot I think it's maybe Canadian I don't know where it comes from but they're so funny they come up with the funniest like terms are <laughs> I live for it I yeah your husband's Canadian yeah yeah he is you no know, this yeah is. so like one of my favorite ones is they say chirping like yes. when you're making fun of something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I was so like
0: do that with their gloves they're like yeah
3: they're- yeah <laughs> and they're like they chirp and they're like why are you chirping me I'm like even if I'm home, with my husband is like, "Why are you chirping me?" I'm like, "Chirping you." Like, there's like weird little things or rocket. That's my personal favorite. Yes. I didn't know what that was, and I was like, "Oh, it's a compliment. We love rocket." <laughs> but right. there's a lot of different. We yeah. did this episode like
0: hockey terms, and I asked my husband what each meant, and I came up with lettuce is a hockey term, and I was like, "Oh, lettuce!" Like hair. <laughs> And I'm like, lip lettuce. And he's like, well, what Philip Forsberg like has. Yes, he has lip lettuce. He has an amazing yeah. mustache.
3: <laughs> he does have some good lip lettuce right now. Yeah, he's been growing that for a couple of years. So we're, okay. we're heading in the lip lettuce era of life right now. I'm personally loving it.
0: But okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you like
3: it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I heard him say it. It's funny how you don't really know like if you're in their head or not. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You hear things later. And I actually overheard him telling an interview. That he said it was my idea, and I was like, "Was it my idea?" And I don't really remember it being my idea, but right. I think I think I was telling him the story about I don't remember who it was. It was a baseball player, and he was going through a slump in his career, and he started wearing that golden thong. Do you know? Yes, what I'm talking yes, about? yes. Um, it was Derek Jeter. Okay, wearing yes. this golden thong, and I remember I was like laughing. I was like, "You need me to get you a golden thong?" Like joking around. He's going through like I mean I don't know what what a slump is or isn't, but yeah, he's going through a slump. Is what you say? Yeah, and he was like, "No, I'm not going to wear a golden thong, not to knock anybody <laughs> else's ideas." But then he decided we're talking about mustache. I was like, "Leave the mustache." So he like, yeah, saved everything left this mustache. I think it's glorious. I love it. Um, but then it kind of stuck, and it's become, you know, a little bit of thing. And yeah, it's he's the really mo. Yeah, he's yeah. very into it, and I love it. I think it looks great on him. I'm biased. I, I think everything does. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> Um,
0: okay. In the NHL playoffs, who are you cheering for this year? I have no
3: particular teams. Okay. I'm very loyal to my Nashville predators. Okay. I love this organization so much. Um, but I will say I will be cheering for all of our friends, anybody who got traded. And so yeah. that's, that was a really hard year for a lot of us. So for everybody, people got traded, not for us personally, we right. did lose friends, but also we didn't have to move. So more so is you know, hard to watch a lot of our friends leave and even in the past couple of years. So we have a lot of really close Swedish friends, especially that have gone to different places. And then, yeah, some of my other friends, I have a friend who actually just texted me, they're down in Florida, the Panthers, and they're playing yeah. Boston. And yes. I just how the game went. And she was like, yeah, we're playing Boston. I was like, oh, well, uh, well, good yeah. luck. Lord be with you. That is, yeah, been a heck of a season right. for that. So. Yeah. Really amazing season. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, It was so good to chat and so good to catch up with you. Thank you so much. Is there, is there anything else you want to share about like your life, about Philip, about
3: your music, anything? I do have a song coming out Friday. (gasps) That's amazing. Yeah. So I don't know when it's coming out, but by that time might be out. So and a couple of new things coming. So, okay. Awesome. We will share on our stories. Um, I'm just so thrilled for you and proud of you and impressed by you. Same to you. Thank I you. definitely stand in awe. Every time I see you pushing those strollers through Mass, or not Mass, we going through um, Central Park. I'm like, yes. oh my gosh, that's amazing. Thank You're you. You're living your dream. And I'm so excited for everything sports-ish. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll catch up soon.
2: Can't wait. Thank, Bye. You, Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.